0: It's one o'clock, I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. Mainland authorities seek to calm fears after reports of contaminated medical products. Lunar New Year demand pushes traffic on the express rail to a record. And the government comes under pressure to boost welfare spending. Mainland authorities have moved to allay fears of contaminated medical products after reports that a batch of human immunoglobulin had been contaminated with the HIV antibody. They say the report's been investigated and the tests were negative. The batch was intended for use in intravenous injections. Alta reports.
1: In a statement, the National Medical Products Administration said Shanghai authorities ran tests for HIV, hepatitis B and C on the reported batch and they all came back negative. The batch in question was made by China-Mexico Xingxing Pharma a unit of a state-controlled pharmaceutical company. The investigation began after a baby in Xiangxi province returned a weak positive result for HIV during a health check and it was traced back to the batch. The manufacturer was ordered to hold production and hospitals were asked to seal all remaining supplies for further investigation, although the National Health Commission said there was a very low risk of HIV infection. It's not clear how many people may have been injected with the batch in question. Media reports said the batch contained more than 12,000 doses, with a 2021 expiry date. The mainland government has repeatedly vowed to tighten safety oversight and to crack down on companies and officials following a string of food and drug scandals in recent years, including one last year involving the maker of a rabies vaccine.
0: Immigration data shows record numbers of people using the bridge to Macau and Zhuhai and the express rail line from West Kowloon. Almost 140,000 people used the bridge yesterday, a record since its opening in last October, and the train station in West Kowloon also saw its busiest day yesterday, with more than 96,000 people traveling on the line. That's well over the government's target of 80,100. The travelers are part of more than 1 million people who arrived and departed Hong Kong yesterday through various checkpoints for the Lunar New Year holidays. About 20 Democratic Party members have staged a protest outside the government headquarters demanding the administration put more money into social welfare in the upcoming budget. The party's chairman, Wu Wai, said he hopes the government will use its huge surplus to improve public health care and elderly services, as well as offer tax rebate and rates waiver. He says as long as the government invests more in social services, the public won't mind if there's no cash handout. Meanwhile, about 30 members of the League of Social Democrats and People Power marched to government house asking for better welfare for the elderly. The League of Social Democrats' chairman, Avery Ng, called on the government to spend $100 billion on a universal pension. He also said Chief Executive Carrie Lam should apologize to the elderly for cutting the social welfare payment for those aged between 60 and 64.
1: Carrie Lam should apologize to the elderly for the simple fact that they're experiencing severe poverty at the moment. More than 30% of the elderly are living below the poverty line. Instead of introducing a universal pension plan, she cut their welfare fundings. So Carrie Lam is not solving Hong Kong's social welfare issue, but you know making it worse.
0: Fresh supplies of pork will resume tomorrow after a three-day operation to cleanse the Chinwan slaughterhouse as a precautionary measure because of an outbreak of African swine fever across the border. More than 3,000 live pigs will be slaughtered and distributed to various markets tomorrow. That's 25% up from the same period last year. Pork traders expect pork prices to remain fairly stable. President Trump says he expects to be able to announce next week that all of the territory once held by the Islamic State group in Iraq and Syria has been retaken. In December, Mr. Trump stunned American allies by announcing the defeat of IS and the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Syria. The BBC's Barbara Plitt Usher reports.
1: President Trump didn't consult these coalition allies about his decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria. Now, more than a month later, he emphasized that the Islamic State Group had lost nearly all its territory, and said he expected a formal announcement imminently that 100 percent of the caliphate had been liberated. He told the audience that the U.S. would remain very tough with what he called the dangerous I.S. remnants, doing what it took to defeat every last one of them. But he repeated that he was looking forward to bringing U.S. troops home, and urged coalition members to step up their commitments.
0: You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. President Trump has nominated an outspoken critic of the World Bank to lead the institution. David Malpass is a senior official at the U.S. Treasury Department. He promised to pursue pro-growth reforms. The BBC's Samira Hussein reports from New York.
1: David Malpass was a senior economic advisor to Donald Trump during the 2016 presidential campaign. He has openly questioned the role of big multinational institutions and characterised the World Bank itself as big and inefficient. That has caused some to worry that he may try to diminish the bank's role. But the White House has moved to counter that perception, saying Mr Malpas is committed to modernising the bank and making sure there is more accountability by borrowers.
0: And Mr. Malpass said one priority would be curbing loans and charging higher interest rates, uh, higher interest to higher income countries like China. Britain's chief medical officers are urging social media companies to invest in technology to protect underage children from accessing their sites. In their first official advice on screen time and social media, they say companies should be able to check that users are 13 or over. The BBC's Hugh Pym has this report. The review by the UK's chief medical
1: officers concludes that there isn't enough scientific research to draw a definite link between screen time and health problems. And while they note that internet use can be of benefit to children, they are calling for more research into the impact of social media. But they say screen usage should not intrude on exercise, quality sleep and interaction with parents, which are known to support health development. Their advice includes a voluntary code of conduct for social media firms, including a duty of care.
0: A United Nations report says the last four years have been the hottest since global records began. The World Meteorological Organization said there had been exceptional warming in the oceans as well as on land. Stéphane Dujaric is the spokesperson for the UN Secretary-General António Guterres. According to the analysis, the global average surface temperature in 2018 was approximately one degree Celsius above the pre-industrial baseline of 1850 to 1900. The data released by the WMO confirms the urgency of addressing climate action. The UN has urged governments to make cutting greenhouse gas emissions a top priority. Sport, Manchester City have returned to the top of the Premier League for the first time since December – They won 2-0 at Everton to retake the top spot from Liverpool on goal difference. The BBC's Martin Fisher reports.
2: Manchester City, who thought their defence of the title had evaporated after a dreadful December, who thought a week ago Liverpool might go seven points clear of them at the top, now go above Jurgen Klopp's side on goal difference. The smile belongs to those men in sky blue. Laporte and Jesus with the goals. Everton nil, Manchester City two. It's over to you, Liverpool.
0: Liverpool still have a game in hand and Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola isn't writing Liverpool off just yet. Of course, they have to play the game in Old Trafford, this game, so we will see. So we are leaders, but we want more games. So we will see when finish. that 12 games to play, a lot of. Points and I think we are going to drop points. Hopefully, as less as possible. And the opponents are going to drop points. So I don't think so. Any team is going to win 12 games in a row.
2: We could have been one month ago 10 points
0: behind with the game against Liverpool, and
2: four, six, seven days ago we could be seven points behind. And now we are top in the league. What is the lesson? That never give up.
0: The NBA's trade deadline is less than 24 hours away, with continued speculation that Anthony Davis is going to be leaving the Pelicans. Davis has requested a trade and was reportedly interested in joining the Los Angeles Lakers. However, the Los Angeles Times has reported that the Lakers have pulled out of negotiations with the Pelicans, complaining of outrageous trade requests after they reportedly offered six players in exchange. Davis has been out of action in the last six games with a finger injury. But that's not the reason he won't be playing. Here's the Pelicans head coach Alvin Gentry. We're not going to play him until after the trading deadline. I think you can understand that. I think everybody can understand that. I think everything kind of clears up after that, you know, at least for a while. And uh, and you can go back to, you know, I guess what normal or whatever our new normal is going to be, you know. So uh, it's just part of it, you know. I mean, it's part of the business and you just, you know, you deal with it just like you would anything else. To end the news, our top stories once again. Mainland authorities seek to calm fears after reports of contaminated medical products. Lunar New Year demand pushes traffic on the express rail to a record. And pork's back on the menu from tomorrow. The news from RTHK.
2: Cheers, 3 Let's go, girls. Good afternoon, it's an extended morning brew through Tell Come 2 on. with James Ross. I'm going out tonight, I'm feeling alright, gonna let it all hang out. Wanna make some noise, really raise my voice, yeah I wanna scream and shout. Yeah.